All right, all right, what up? New episode of Me Dwelly Podcast. Stuart Anderson here, joined today on this episode by Eric Ellis, the creator of Formula 369, and also Spencer Chipping joins us on this episode. We uh, took some time to talk to Eric all about this product. He is uh, the creator of it through his job where he creates food items, nutraceuticals. I don't even know what to call what he does. He's a chemist. He's a scientist. Uh, But through his job, he decided that it was uh, worthwhile to create a product, a drink mix product for cycling that he could be proud of, that he wanted to use that had the ingredients that he wanted, that had the ingredients that he felt were necessary. Uh, he talks about pixie dust, stuff that other products use to kind of boost the price and to the flashiness of the products. Uh, and Eric describes Formula 369 as a, a drink mix that doesn't have any of that. Uh, just the things that he believes are most important to endurance and riding on your bike and, and responding restoring the things that you use uh, as you cycle. So very fun to talk to Eric. He's super smart. We're grateful for the time he spent with us. Uh, He's an incredible cyclist. Him and I don't know if you guys saw, but him and Corby and Josh uh, essentially rode 100 miles sub four hours. What what we tried to do on Zwift, they did it in real life. So last Saturday, they went out and they accomplished a sub four century uh, together. It's pretty fun to see. He's an incredible cyclist, great athlete, and a good, good, great part of our team. He, he joined us at team camp down in St. George, and uh, he's been a, a fun addition to everything we do. So Formula 369, I've used it all season. I know Chip has used it all season, and uh, it's available on Corby's website, uh, cyclingupgrades.com. That's where you buy it, and uh, it's an awesome product. So Enjoy the podcast, enjoy learning from Eric, and uh, hopefully you try the product out. It's awesome. All right, bye. All right, what's up? Welcome, everybody. Episode 61. If you're watching the video, you'll see Eric Ellis, but it says Lily there, Eric. Is that your daughter's Zoom account? What's going on? Yep, it sure is. (laughs) (laughs) All good. And then Chip is here. What's up, Chip? Hey. Hey, we've had a busy uh, week or two. Me and Chip and... um, Taylor recorded a little bit on our experience at Leadville that we'll share. Hopefully that was uh, something everybody wants to hear about. What do you think, Chip? Yeah, just say yeah. yay or nay. Yay. Yay. I also give it a yay. Very good. Very exciting. Um, we first met Eric. Man, Eric, Corby brought you on. This is beginning to be a trend on Zwift. <laughs> and uh, you immediately just assimilated in there and began taking names, just crushing us. Uh, so fun to ride with you. As dumb as that sounds, we weren't really riding together, but we really were like very fun <laughs> winter riding together. Um, and Eric had an interesting story. He came in and, and told us that, uh, you know, you'd had a couple crashes and that Zwift was a really kind of fun uh, rebirth into being motivated and riding hard and uh, connecting with the team. And then from there, we found out you ran this incredible uh drink mix company which is what we're going to talk about today i don't know what else to say about that but you're like uh created this formula that we gave away at camp um i bought some from corby and then dude it's the only thing i've used all summer and i freaking love the taste i love the way it works and uh we wanted to dive into a little bit about how you created it how it works and then chip even has deeper knowledge 
you guys talked about how it works with type one. So mm -hmm. uh, very cool. So uh, Eric is a cap one, two road racer, mountain biker, runner, a degree in exercise science and nutrition, uh, worked for years as a nationally certified personal trainer and seven years experience as a cycle coach. Uh, he's shown his ability to coach himself by winning the Utah State 50K Trail Running Championship in 2016 and the Utah State Road Race Championship in 2019. Where was that race? Was that Antelope Island? Where was Antelope it? Island, yep. Antelope Island, very good. Uh, Eric's worked for 10 years in the nutraceutical industry in R&D and formulation and has formulated numerous nutritional products that are sold across the globe. Formula 369 started as a drink mix Eric made for himself because he was tired of paying the high price for drink mix. I love that. <laughs> and he knew he could make it better and cheaper. Uh, Eric, Eric is quoted as saying, sport drinks are overcomplicated. They have all these hype ingredients added to make them, to help market them and set them apart in a crowded market. But the truth is they do nothing to increase performance. All they do is increase the price of the product. That's so dope. Chip, I know you've been using it too. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Eric, what did I miss? Anything else you want to say about your intro? Oh, no, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, as far as lifting with you guys, you know, that was, that was a lot of fun. A uh, great way to spend the winter, get motivated again. Like you said, I come yeah. back from a bad crash and the, the tour of St. George in 2019 where I Broke my neck, broke both shoulders, some ribs. Um, hey, dude. So I, I was having a tough time kind of getting motivated to, to get back. So, yeah, I appreciate you guys accepting me so, you know, so wholeheartedly and allowing yeah. me to, to join you. We even had you at camp, right? You came to St. George? I did, yeah. yeah. So even funny. though we... <laughs> We missed uh, oh yeah some, some key <laughs> events, <dare>. but <laughs> that's right. You guys missed the time for the uh, raffle or something. The raffle, yeah, yeah. And that was pretty good. Uh, maybe let's talk about um, Eric. Just whatever I missed from your early background, your life, how you got into sports. Uh, do you want to start there? Sure. Um, okay. So I grew up in Washington State, um, kind of out uh, the countryside. Um, I know both my parents grew up on farms, so I kind of like being out um, away from the city. Um, I guess at a fairly early age, probably about a, when I was a freshman in high school, I really started to gain a, a interest in health um, and even nutrition. Um, I guess when I was younger, my first love was basketball. Mm -hmm. And then kind of starting in junior high, um, I transferred to golf and i was just totally addicted with golf played well pretty much every day played on the high school team nice. um and, you know start took weights class in high school that kind of get me got me involved in um you know getting more physically active and building up strength and and things like that um and then i was just interested in how i can improve my results and so that kind of led me into uh, nutrition. Um, so I learned as much as I could about nutrition just through reading and different, different, uh, reading different things and, um, learning how I could maximize my nutrition to maximize my results, you know, in the, in the gym or whatever I was doing. Um, 
So then uh, I went to college here in Utah. Um, I attended UVU. Uh, that's where I studied exercise science. And uh, that was actually really good for me. I, I, didn't, I didn't start biking until I came out here. Hmm. So I was probably 22 years old before I got my first mountain bike, actually. Um, I had a friend that asked me to go with them and I kind of got into it and I, you know, thought it would be something that I would enjoy. So I got my first mountain bike and started going on a few rides with him. And that's really where it all started. Um, I just kind of found that I enjoyed pushing myself. I actually liked going uphill, which most people didn't. (laughs) And so soon after I started, I was like, Hey, well, maybe I'll try a race. And so again, I got another friend, um, who also wanted to try his first race. So, you know, we did our first I cup race. I think it was down in the one down in St. George. And, uh, that's how my racing career got started. What year was that? Oh boy. Um, that's probably like 2000, uh, 2007, 2008, probably. Oh, okay. Nice. Cool. Thanks. So you've been at this a while. A little bit. Yeah. 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 I, I race mountain bikes, you know, I got to expert level, you know, I was keeping up with most of the pros, but I never raced with pros and then ended up getting a road bike, uh, just to train for mountain biking. And then after riding the road bike, I kind of found that that just kind of suited my skill level a little bit better. Hmm. You know, I, I picked up mountain biking so late that I could go up the hills really fast, but I could not go down very fast. That was always my issue. (laughs) So, uh, the road bike suited me pretty well. And then I was also going to UVU and we had a really good at the time cycling club. Actually, um, my physiology professor was our advisor for the cycling club and that made it really fun. You know, we were able to do some different, uh, well, he coached us and then he also, you know, we did different, um, kind of ex- uh, experiments, protocols. We got to test our VO2 and nice body fat, metabolic parameters, all that all the time. So, so it was fun. Very cool. And then, uh, so where along the lines were, you know, you kind of mentioned it, but all of a sudden you're, uh, what year was it where you're like, this is it. I'm done. I'm fed up with drink mix, the trash that's in it. Like I know better than what this is doing like when was that oh um well that's kind of a long story yes we're in for it let's go long story (laughs) well you guys don't even know this but uh this this is actually my second product that i've that i've created let's hear it all i want Um, all the story so (laughs) the first one i created um was called holdration and the whole concept behind that was uh, it was really the first sports drink to be certified organic and certified non-gmo and uh, i got all the electrolytes from natural sources so like uh, you know i had sodium obviously from you know rock salt or whatever but then i used like coconut sugar coconut uh, water for potassium and other electrolytes um, but really the, the whole 
concept of that one was the organic and non-GMO. You know, that was, you probably remember when non-GMO just kind of went crazy and everyone was yeah. talking about it and all the products had the label on it. It's, uh, it's not quite as big now, but so that was the first one and that was doing well. You know, it was um, Amazon, uh, backcountry.com was selling it. Um, some of the local health food stores were selling it. Um, but anyway, I learned a lot through that process. I eventually just stopped selling it. Things got a little bit busy and kind of found that I wasn't the best at marketing and, and sales. You know, I prefer to, uh, <laughs> I prefer to come up with the ideas and formulate than, than sell. But, um, anyway, I learned a lot through that. And then when I decided to do formula three, six, nine, you know, I kind of took what I learned from that and, um, really helped that to make this, uh, I guess, uh, no, it's a start of, uh, what I, what I think will be successful. Nice. Chip, any questions about, uh, Eric's background or anything? Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's, it's awesome that you follow the, it's hard to develop your exactly what is right. And so, but you have such a passion for it that you went round two. And um, I, I would be interested to hear how from, um, from a sales side and, and just those users out there that um, compared to what uh, you did with your first product to now, um, how many are using it from then to now? What do you think the main differences are? Well, um, I mean, the main differences were my first one was more of a hydration only product, um, you know, lower carbohydrate, um, it's more focused on, uh, on hydration rather than fueling. Mm-hmm. Um, it also, it had two different formulas. That was the other thing that kind of set it apart. Um, I had a blue and a red, uh, one was lower sodium, lower electrolytes, and the other one was higher sodium. So the idea was that you don't always need this super high amount of sodium, you know, if, if you're in cooler temperatures or, um, maybe you're just going for a shorter ride, um, you could use the formula with lower sodium. And then, uh, you know, if you're in super hot temperatures or you're just a heavy salt sweater, you could use the higher one. Um, so, uh, but yeah, that was the main difference. Uh, just, that one was focused on hydration and you know how science is you learn new things all the time. And, you know, we could probably get into this more, but, uh, you know, the, the real, I'd say the thing we've learned, uh, about sports nutrition the most, and, you know, the last 10 years or so is that we were not consuming enough calories before, Hmm. you know, 30 grams used to be, 30 grams an hour used to be kind of the norm. And then, uh, you know, we got more educated and then 60 was kind of the number, uh, now 90 is the number. Yeah. Uh, now they're actually, um, starting to research, um, 120 grams an hour. Dang. Uh, we could, you know, we can cover that more later as well, but you know, we're, we're constantly learning. And so as I've learned more, you know, I've, I've found that these, 
higher carbohydrate products, you know, like formula three, six, nine, where I can get everything in one drink uh, has really helped me. And I think the people that are using it are realizing that too, you know, and that's, that's a huge part of my message and why I, I believe in it so much is mm-hmm. um, you, you just got to get the calories in to perform at your best. Yeah. Yeah. So I you, think, I think stating the obvious for the listeners, like, like Eric said, there's nothing harder than eating during endurance racing, running, right. riding. Um, in my conversation with Eric last week was regarding that um, my stomach just can't handle 120 carbs an hour eating them who can who can eat 120 carbs and you know it's impossible it's even impossible i'm not nothing's impossible but it's even very difficult to drink it when it is a flavor that just starts to get nasty after a while yeah big time um you said that the other stuff is overcomplicated and they have a lot of hype. Um, can you talk, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but can you talk about that? Like that, that phrase? Yeah. Um, or so I guess first, we do want to throw people under the bus. I don't care. Throw <laughs> them. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to focus on other products, you know, I, yeah. Um, Cause you know, the honest truth is there's a lot of products out there. There's, a lot of things that could get you the same results, honestly, but, uh, you know, the, I can get you the same or better results at half the cost. And so if I can do that for people, then, then that, that's kind of my goal. Nice. But as far as, as far as other products, you know, like I said, I've been working in the nutraceutical industry for over about 11 years now. So, um, you know, it just means I, the company I work for, we make vitamins, uh, mineral supplements, uh, herbal supplements. Uh, I've done a lot of work with protein shakes, meal replacements. Hmm. Um, so I've kind of seen it all over the years. Um, you know, there's, there's a phrase in the industry called pixie dusting. That's kind of what we refer Mm -hmm. it to. Okay. And it's basically saying, you know, you, you take a product and you sprinkle a little bit of uh, a little bit of magic powder on it, and then you hype it up um, in your marketing and everything uh, to get people to buy it. Hmm. When when the truth is, there's not enough of that ingredient in there to actually do anything, hmm. and that happens all the time in the industry. Um, I'm not saying the company I work for does that. Um, but it's just very, very rampant in in the nutrition industry. So, you know, if you believe in a certain ingredient, you know, say it's beta alanine or citrulline or leucine or amino acids, you know, whatever it is, you know, you want to do your research on those because they all have a minimum dose of efficacy. If you don't reach that dose, they're not going to do anything. Uh, The other thing is, a lot of people think that um, they're going to get all these performance gains from these other ingredients. Mm. Um, you know, when I say other ingredients, think about, you know, the list of things that are in like a pre-workout or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and the honest truth is, you know, 
if something, if there was a supplement out there that really gave us these gains on the bike or running or boosts your VO2 max or boosts your strength, I think we all would know about it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it wouldn't be a secret. Everyone would know about it. Um, and really, there just isn't anything out there that's <laughs> really going to boost your performance to a uh, to a level that would be detectable. I'd say the only thing um, that would be an exception to that would be caffeine. And uh, caffeine, you know, it's a very personal choice too. Uh, for me myself, I don't, I don't use it every day. Um, I don't use it in training. Even most races, I don't even use it. Honestly, um, some longer races, I used to use it, uh, but that is the one thing. Hmm. Um, that has been shown that will give you some, uh, performance enhancement, uh, if you use it correctly. Um, so a few things I want to share real quick about, about my okay. product. Um, so I think about formula three, six, nine is kind of like the F F one race car. Okay. Hmm. You basically got an engine, you got a frame, you got wheels and, and nothing else. Okay. It's made for speed, right? It's not worried about comfort, fuel economy, nothing else. Whereas, you know, you got a Cadillac that has all these extra features, you know, the cooled seats, navigation, I don't know, all these bells and whistles. But are those things helping you get from A to B any faster? No. Um, Actually, they'd just be slowing you down because it's added weight. Okay. So I, I, that's kind of how I think about Formula 369. Um, anything that is not contributing to performance. And when I say anything, I say anything. Every, there's nothing in there that's not serving a purpose. Not even flavor. Not even flavor. All flavor does is in, increase the cost. And, you know, like I said, through formulating experience, Usually flavor is the majority of the cost of any wow. product. Huh? Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, any drink mix, you know, if you, if you look at, I know a lot of people are doing, uh, what, what's that, uh, liquid IV or something. I, I've hmm. never even had one, but if those are flavored, you know, the, the ingredients, the main ingredients would cost like maybe a penny. And uh, the flavoring would cost like 10 cents. I mean, dang, uh, that's how it is. So the, the flavor, I didn't flavor my product for a few reasons. Uh, one for cost two, it's not adding any performance and three, there's something called flavor fatigue. Uh, and that's, you know, like you guys have yes. already talked about after drinking the same thing, getting that same taste, that same flavor over and over. Uh, you start to get sick of it. You get flavor fatigue and um, you get to the point where you can't stomach it anymore. Uh, you know, it, the other thing, it might taste great when it's cold, but when it gets hot out there in the 90 degree sun, it's not, <laughs> chances are it doesn't taste good anymore. So formula three, six, nine, it's not flavored. So depending on how rich you mix it, whether you use one, two or three scoops, uh, so that's 30, 60, or 90 grams of carbohydrates. That's where the 369 comes from. Mm -hmm. nice. um, 
Uh, it's just slightly sweet. And then if you use three scoops up to 90 grams of carbohydrates, it's, um, it's pretty sweet, but it just kind of tastes like sweetened water. I mean, I love the flavor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it actually goes, goes down very, very easily. And, um, you know, like I said, most people that use it fine, they can tolerate, uh, the flavor very well in all conditions. Yeah. One, one major thing that we should not skip over is um, every one of us has been on a bike with a warm water bottle, everybody. Mm. And every one of us have been on a warm, on, or on a bike with a warm water bottle that is like warm cherry flavor, warm peach, warm um, lime. lemon lime, warm watermelon, mm. warm blue oh. crush. And even as I'm saying that it's making you a little bit nauseous when you, uh, man, training for Leadville, I was riding, um, in the hot times of the day. Uh, I, I mean, a hundred easily, easily, you guys know how warm it was this summer is a hundred degrees. I was starting at 1 PM and my bottles were warm and I could stomach this, um, like fine. Same. It's fine. And it's even better than warm water because it tastes it, like Stu said, it just has that hint of, of sweet to it. Yeah. Right. So, so what is in it, Eric? Uh, Cause you say here, there's only three ingredients. What does that mean? Yeah. What are the three things that matter? Um, so the three ingredients are maltodextrin, fructose and, uh, and salt. Um, mm. So first maltodextrin, is basically a long chain of glucose uh, units. Um, so when you when you hear maltodextrin, it's basically just glucose. Uh, so glucose, I, you know, I think we've all heard of blood glucose, but it's it's the simplest form of of sugar, and uh, you know, our body kind of breaks everything, all carbohydrate sources down into glucose eventually. Um, and then there's fructose. Uh, fructose, you know, it's another form of sugar. Um, obviously it's, it's found in, in fruits and other things, but, um, so that's the second, uh, source of carbohydrate or fuel. And then, uh, the salt, um, and then it's not just any salt either. I, I use Redmond, uh, real salt. Um, you know, that's a local Utah company. Um, so not only are you getting the, the sodium from that, but you're also getting trace amounts of all the other electrolytes. Plus it has like, you know, it's unrefined rock salt. So it has like 72 trace minerals in it. So cool. uh, there's a lot of other uh, benefits just besides the sodium. Um, so when you're exercising, um, uh, the latest science has shown that having a glucose and fructose mixture in your bottle is, is important. And that's because <clears throat> glucose and fructose are, um, metabolized through different pathways in your body. Um, uh, so they've also found that glucose, uh, can, you can only ingest about 60 grams of glucose per hour. And that's because uh, there's transporters in your gut uh, that have to take that glucose 
um, uh, transport it into into the bloodstream where it can be used. And at about 60 grams uh, per hour of glucose, those transporters are basically saturated. Um, they're all taken up. So it's like there's, there's no more little taxis that can take that glucose in. So that's where the fructose comes in. Fructose is digested through a different pathway. Uh, it goes through the liver, actually. And uh, so fructose can be uh, absorbed at the same time uh, glucose can, even if all of those glucose transporters are maxed out. So, you know, the research has clearly shown that if you uh, pair uh, glucose and fructose together, you can ingest a higher amount of carbohydrate per hour uh, than you would with just straight glucose. Um, they've also found that your performance increases if you combine the two versus glucose alone. And they've also found that um, if you are doing high amounts of carbohydrate, you know, I think 90 grams or more, um, if you have a combination of both, uh, it's also uh, more well tolerated by the gut. So less gut rot, less GI issues. Um, so it's important to have those. And, and the ratio is important uh, as well. A lot of products um, on the market now use a two to one ratio. So two glucose units for every one fructose. Yeah. So if you think about it, if, uh, if it's two to one and you have 90 grams, then that's 60 grams of glucose and 30 grams of fructose, right? Two to one. So if you're taking 90 grams in per hour, you're maxing out your glucose intake. Uh, so I use a one-to-one -one ratio. So one glucose, one fructose. So that means um, at 90 grams, you're getting 45 of each. Nice. So your glucose isn't, <clears throat> isn't tapped out yet. So you can go even higher than 90 grams. Um, you know, when I was uh, talking to Chip, I, was, I just uh, listened to Keegan Swenson talk about his remarkable performance at Leadville and then... Uh, uh, this, uh, what was the gravel race? The, uh, steamboat. steamboat? steamboat. Yeah. Uh, back to back days. Uh, he said he was ingesting 120 grams of carbohydrates per hour during those races. And he's probably well, like one, 145 pounds or so. Yeah. So that is a lot of food, <laughs> a lot, <laughs> a lot of calories, but you know, when you're, when you're working at that type of intensity, you're, your body's burning it like crazy. So you got to have it. <clears throat> Eric, what do you, what would you say to somebody who's like, I mean, I don't, I don't want you to have to argue, but you're like, no, there's no better product than, than scratch. Like there's no better, whatever, like that's my thing. Are you going to argue with that person? Are you going to be like, Hey, <clears throat> you're wasting money and time. Or, or are you just like, no, that might work for you. Or, I mean, what's your attitude towards that? Yeah, my attitude, you know, fact of the, you know, like I said just a little bit earlier, um, there's lots of things that will work for you. Um, you know, there's other similar products on the market that'll give you 90 grams of carbohydrates uh, an hour. Um, you know, but it's it's like they all have little things that um, 
maybe aren't maximized or, or could be improved or that you may not prefer, you know, like flavor is one of them. Um, mm. uh, the other thing, you know, there's another, uh, there's another popular drink that has 90 grams of carbs that uh, has an ingredient in it that when it gets into your stomach and hits the stomach acid, it's supposed to form a gel in there. Mm. And, uh, you know, through my, through my work, the first company I worked for, we did a lot of high viscosity uh, drink products. And they're actually designed to kind of block the absorption of different things like cholesterol and fat. Um, and it actually really slows down the, mm -hmm. uh, the absorption of carbohydrates as well, just because it's kind of like a fiber matrix, you know, and anything that gels up like that, it, it's coming from a gum, which is basically a, a fiber and uh, it actually slows down absorption. Um, <laughs> so and, that, and that then product. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but that, that ball of gum can like sit in your gut. And that is what, so, and then when you, the lack of absorption is taking place due to that is when you get dehydrated. It's when you get sick because this gum ball is just sitting in your gut. Yeah, it, it could could very well yeah you know that never made sense to me why they did that because <laughs> like i said uh using those gums and, and fibers just slows down absorption um and then shortly after of course someone did a study where they where they put their their product against another product that didn't have those gums and they found that there was no difference mm -hmm. so you know just little things like that um so the other thing I think is important to mention is I like to differentiate between a sports drink, something that's fueling your performance, and then a supplement. Mm. Your sports drink doesn't need to be a supplement. <laughs> mm. I, I want to emphasize that to everyone. You don't need to supplement while you're exercising. While you're riding, yeah. If you want to supplement potassium, calcium, magnesium, do that throughout the day you know, get it through your diet. If you want to take more, get a multivitamin. Mm. Uh, if you want to take, um, you know, citrulline or beta alanine or beet juice, you know, whatever you think is going to help, help you. Those things don't need to be taken during exercise. They basically you take them and they build up in your body over time, over weeks, and so you have to take them regularly to get into your body and actually store it up uh, into a high enough amount where your body can actually use it. There's no reason to take those things during exercise or even right before. So there's no point in putting them in the sports drink. Again, that's where, that's where it comes down to marketing. You know, sports drinks are not complicated. <laughs> it's basically sugar, water, electrolytes. You know, Gatorade has been around for how many years? <laughs> you know, and how many, how many scientists did they have working on, on Gatorade? Um, yeah. I'm sure a lot. And it's still the same formula. You know, it's, it's water, it's sugar and electrolytes. Uh, of course, Gatorade has to have a bunch of colors and preservatives and different things too, to make it right. shelf stable, but you know, it, it's the same thing. Um, <laughs> so formula <clears throat> three, six, nine, again, it's, it's only what's going to benefit you. And that's 
carbohydrates because you need energy and sodium is the main thing that you lose uh, through sweat during exercise. Yeah. Um, all the other electrolytes you don't need to worry about. Um, really that's it. Like I said, the only thing, if you want to add caffeine to it, you definitely can. Um, you know, if I were to make any type of variant of my product, I'd probably add caffeine. The only downside to that is caffeine is extremely bitter. <laughs> um, so without a huge amount of flavoring in there, it, it would impact the, the taste. Mm. Um, but we'll have to see. I might experiment with that down the road. Yeah. But like I said, it, it makes a great base to mix anything in. So a lot of people, they'll, they'll take a, you know, whatever they want, a pre-workout or some type of powdered caffeine drink. And you can easily add it to it. Yeah, uh, to get your caffeine in there and, and it just tastes great. Yeah, I do that. Chip, any other questions about the the formula? Uh, I would just echo what Eric just wrapped up saying is that if you're like, but what about my caffeine? Like I do, <clears throat> I, I've experimented with um, a small scoop of Bucked Up with C4, with w- whatever, tiny little scoop of whatever your flavor is since his flavor is plain or let's call it delicious semi-sweet sugar. (laughs) It just feels easy on with it. So you you can do that if you want the added caffeine. Nice. Very cool. Eric, um, as we kind of move into the last section, I know you've had a, you got a lot of experience and, uh, I mean, I thought it'd be fun to hear from you about whether it's nutritional mistakes or whatever, but, um, what advice would you, you know, if you were going to share with the team or whatever, what, what have you learned over the years that's helped you the most, uh, progress and be successful, whether it's training or mindset or whatever nutrition, um, anything that you'd share that might be useful. You know, that's, that's a hard, (laughs) that's a hard question for me to answer. You know, one thing I've learned through the years, you know, like I said, I've, I've through college, I worked as a personal trainer. So I, I trained, you know, hundreds of different people. Um, I worked uh, another job where I was a health coach. So you know, I advised them on health and exercise and, and healthy lifestyle. Um, and I guess one thing that, that I really learned is everyone is, is an individual. Everyone is different. Mm-hmm. And something that's going to work for me um, might have no bearing whatsoever with, with the next person. And so you know, in my coaching and my training that I've done over the years, you know, that's one thing I've really tried to remember. Cause I, I think a lot of coaches, they, you know, you can get caught up with, Oh, this is what I've done and this is what works for me. So it's going to work for them. And then they teach them what they know because yeah, you know, ultimately what we know is what we know. And, um, but, uh, yeah, everyone's so individual. Um, it's kind of a long explanation <laughs> getting nowhere for you. No, it's good. <laughs> um, but the other thing, um, I don't know. I think in general, uh, as far as like cycling and, and other things 
go, you know, one, you got to have fun. Um, you know, you got to enjoy what you're doing. Um, I'd say two, I would say have, have a goal. Uh, you got to have goals, um, mm. whether it's an event, a uh, race, getting to a certain category, doing a certain ride, climbing a certain mountain, you know, whatever it is, set goals for yourself. Uh, so you have something to work towards. Um, and then have a plan to reach that goal. Uh, I think it's, it's easy to just say, you know, I want to do this and, you know, I'm just kind of going to kind of go about, uh, doing what I've been doing and hope to get there. Um, but I think we all know, you know, if the old saying, if you plan to fail, you or if you fail the plan, you plan to fail. Mm -hmm. So have some kind of plan, uh, to reach that goal. And the other thing is don't try and have max fitness all year either. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of people get burnt out cause you know, they try and go hard and, and train hard year round, do intervals year round, you know, especially with Zwift, that's making it even easier to do now. Cause yeah. you know, we can race and do group rides all winter, which is good. Um, you know, if, if, you know, mentally you can handle that, but, um, you know, plan around that goal. And, uh, you know, when that goal is coming up, really, really push yourself to go farther and push beyond, you know, what you've done before, uh, as far as training and everything goes to, uh, to really peak for that goal. Um, nice. Dude, great advice. So, what what yeah. about, uh, I'm just for my own personal, like nutritional mistakes. What, what, what are you seeing? <clears throat> are you just like analyzing everybody's, uh, pockets when you're riding with them? I mean, what mistakes are being made out there that, that you could help with? Well, I think the biggest one is not eating enough. First, first off, um, um, not eating enough calories, you know, also a lot of people are so worried about weight or gaining weight or wanting to lose weight you know, cyclists. Yeah. So they don't want to eat and, um, you just can't do it. You can't train hard and not, uh, take mm. in fuel. You know, if you really want to feel bad, feel burnt out, get sick, um, <laughs> don't eat and try and train hard. You know, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll experience that real quick. So, uh, just not eating enough. Um, Let's see. What was the other? That's something else in mind. What was I going to say? Um, yeah, a lot of people, um, you know, Chip kind of mentioned, or one of you mentioned this. Um, you know, it, as far as races or or long events like Lodija or Leadville or whatever it is, it is really hard to to eat solid foods while you're going, especially on a mountain bike. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, I've done. I've done point to point and some other long races and it's hard to find a stretch of road or trail where you can reach back and get in your pocket, right. open up, open up the, uh, the package and get it in your mouth and then trying to chew and breathe at the same time. I mean, it's, it's just, <laughs> it, it can be difficult and people know that. And I think that is a huge cause of why people don't eat enough is just because it's, it's not convenient and it's hard. So, 
that's another reason why getting your calories in your bottle is, is really good because you know it's not difficult to reach down and, and drink. You know, that, that reminds me of a race. Um, I think it was last last year or the year before, I can't remember, out at Miller Motorsports. Um, but it was a really, really windy day. We were out, you know, on the racetrack, uh, racing the circuit race. And there was probably 50 mile an hour gusts or something. Like Dang. it was a wind. You had to put your shoulder into or else it would blow you <laughs> over. And uh, I remember I was in a breakaway of, of three and um, I was just so, so glad I had my calories in my bottle. Cause I had two bottles, each with 90 grams of carbs in it. It was a two hour race and I got my 90 grams per hour and the fluid and electrolytes I needed. And I know that the people I was with that didn't have calories in their bottle, there was no way they were taking their hands off the bar and reaching back in their pocket. In <laughs> Opening that <way>. packages. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, uh, yeah, that would be a death wish. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Very cool. um, I'll say one other thing about nutrition, just in general, you know, people that, uh, and this is something I've learned over time, but, um, this might surprise you, but I, I hate snacking. I think snacking is, uh, is of the devil basically. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, if you think about all the foods that we see the most marketed and, you know, shoved in our faces, uh, it's usually some type of snack food. And those are all the foods, you know, they're, these companies are making, millions of dollars off of them. Um, they're super cheap to make. They're basically like puffed rice or, you know, half air and loads of flavor. It's just meant to stimulate your, your taste buds and your brain, give you that, you know, quick, re- quick hit of, you know, dopamine and serotonin, all these feel good things because they taste good. Um, but they're really not giving us any nutrition. Um, so my advice, if you're just trying to keep, keep healthy, maintain a good weight, eat your three solid meals. Think about having complete full meals instead of, you know, going and snacking, grabbing a, mm. uh, you know, a little snack here and there and thinking <clears throat> that that's okay. You know, that, that used to be the thing, you know, people right. used to say, oh yeah, if you snack a little bit throughout the day, it keeps your, your blood sugar level and your insulin lower and all this stuff and that, that's that's all garbage <laughs> nice eat 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 solid meals eat full meals um you know your your protein your carb your fat your vegetables your fruits whatever it is but think about having three solid meals per day and you want to get full at those meals so that you don't have to snack yeah um you know you should be having four hours between meals that you don't eat Um, and then if you exercise, you know, that's where a fourth meal, uh, can come in. So if you're exercising it at night, you know, you could have a high carbohydrate meal with a little bit of protein after that to refuel. Um, if you're exercising in the morning, then, you know, your breakfast should be that meal anyway. But I would say in general, that's, uh, that's a piece of advice I have try and try and get rid of the snacks and focus on having three good solid meals every day. Nice. I think we just found the title of the podcast. I hate snacks. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. 
All right, Eric. Dude, very good. You are very smart. Uh, it's really fun to talk to you. Uh, I don't know anyone that's ever shared any sort of science behind any of this stuff. So it's cool to learn from you in here. Um, I mean, you just, I just pick by what, you know, is, I don't want to say trendy, but it's like, dude, this works for everyone else. So I'm going to buy that, you know, that's the stuff I'm going to get. Uh, so it's been cool to, um, I was hesitant at first, but man, <clears throat> even like I've never tried to drink without flavor and it is good. I love it. Like it's, yeah. uh, it's fantastic. Uh, is I just buy it off, uh, Corby's website. Is that the best place to go? Yeah, right now it is. <clears throat> okay. Um, you can order it off Corby's website. You know, if you're in the area in Utah Valley, um, you know, you can contact me or Corby and okay. pick it up direct and save on shipping. But cool. I, I'm working on other sales avenues right now. So hopefully that'll be coming out soon. Nice, man. Make it a little easier. Cool. Chip, anything else? No, thanks for making a, a great product, Eric. I, I'm using it and, and loving it. And I love the science behind it. Works for me and I'm pretty complex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, Eric. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. All right. No okay, problem. guys. Thanks for having me. See ya. Bye.